Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Tacomania. I'm your host, Desmino, here with the cherry on my Sunday, J-Bomb. Say hello, J-Bomb. Hey, what's up, Des? How you doing, man? Good. Things are good. Things are good. We're halfway through the week. It's been a crazy week. A lot of wrestling's been going on. We just got through Fastlane. Fastlane? Fastlane, and we're on the Fastlane to WrestleMania. It's about time. Uh, the pay-per-view was all right, right? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, a lot better than the expectations in terms of what I thought going into it. Looking at the card, didn't look like it was going to be too superb of a pay-per-view, but I think I expected low, and that's why it delivered for me. Yeah, it, de- it delivered. Uh, I enjoyed Nakamura, Rusev. I uh, enjoyed the main event. Uh, Ryan and Charlotte was pretty good. Uh, Bludgeon Brothers Command was kind of cool. They destroyed the shit out of all those yeah, guys. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, the, the Usos had their matchup against the New Day. I guess it was just, this is kind of the, the stalemate or the, you know, the, I guess they wanted it to be the end-all, be-all of their feud together. And the match kind of went into a lot of spots really early, wasn't too into it, and then the Bludgeon Brothers came and kind of killed it before any real real momentum kicked off. So I was a bit frustrated, but, you know, at the same time, I felt stupid that, you know, obviously this is where they were going to go. We saw the Bludgeon Brothers appearing on SmackDown from week to week during the Uso segments. So obviously, this is going to be going to a three-way tag team turmoil match at three-way. Well, you know, I, I had no idea that that was going to happen. First of all, I don't even know what the Bludgeon Brothers uh, theme song sounded like. So when the music hit, I honestly thought it was like a mistake, like they accidentally played somebody else's. If you else's listen to music. the beginning of, I believe it's um, Baron Corbin's theme song. There's a small part in the beginning that actually kind of sounds like the Bludgeon Brothers. I think it's Baron Corbin, but I know there's somebody else on SmackDown who comes out. And I, I believe it must be the s- similar artist who makes the song. It just well, almost sounds like Yeah, a, it's probably like, yeah. yeah. Well, it, they destroyed them. They did destroy them, and they did a pretty good job at it. Obviously, the mallets, we were talking about that, how they look fake. It'd be yeah, cool that's... if they had these real mallets and just put their hands on it, like Triple H used to do the sledgehammer. Exactly. They still put their hands on it. I know. <laughs> I know. It's, it's still, like yeah. Pillows. I guess it's just by <laughs> habit. But yeah, they yeah. obviously look really light <laughs> and really lame. But uh, yeah, they came out and made a statement. And even this week on SmackDown, I watched uh, the, the matchup that they had this week, and they like killed it. They were really impressive. So week after week, they're fighting these, fighting these jobbers, and the matches are really short. They're squash matches. But this week, it just, I don't know, the, the match flowed so nicely. Their finishers, everything they did was on point. The smack, man. I love the smack. Yeah, the when smack Harper too. Yeah, smacks yeah, yeah, Rowan, yeah, man. each other up. Yeah, for And sure. it's good because Rowan's got such a big beard that Harper can just kind of like give it to him. And it probably doesn't hurt that much. That's what's pretty awesome about it. But it was cool to see them fight. 
um, one member of New Day, one member of Uso. Yeah, so that was cool. a cool surprise on SmackDown as well, too. Seeing, um, you know, the Uso, and I'm going to call the Uso because I don't know the difference between the two. You'll yeah, slap whatever. me for that. But, um, <laughs> uh, honestly, you watch Total Divas, get- right? So you have an edge on me. Yeah. There's only one of them on it, but I'm I'm kind of getting over the, the one the one whose name starts with J. How about that? Uh, isn't it? Aren't they both J? All right. So <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. tagging up with Biggie, I thought that was really cool. They had the respect for each other. They tag team together, uh, but ultimately, you know, things are coming to a head at WrestleMania. We're gonna mm. see the New Day versus Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers. It should be exciting. It's not official, right? But it's no. But I, I could assume yeah. the way they've been building it up, that's the direction they're going to be going into. Man, there's going to be so many triple threats. Yeah, I mean, they're right at the point now where they're trying to fill people into the spots. They're trying to get everybody, you know, involved. So I guess at this point in time, the Bludgeon Brothers—they've committed a lot of time into this building of their tag team essence. I guess they're going to have it pay off at WrestleMania. Don't be surprised to see them walk away with the tag team titles. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, they must be doing something, right? We just gave them like three minutes on the hottest podcast on the internet. Yeah, yeah, we did. So they owe us technically now. We have so maybe five we can followers. become Bludgeon Brothers as well too. And get <laughs> we some have five mallets. followers on Podbean now, man. Five. Wicka wicka wow. Cool. But I also noticed Rowan looked like he slimmed down a little bit too. So it's like these guys are look. They put in a little bit of work, getting in better shape, uh, and the teams kind of come back, refreshed, rejuvenated. I didn't like their matches week to week, but the one on SmackDown this week was impressive. Folks, go back and watch it. Probably their best match to date. And um, we'll see what happens leading to WrestleMania. They're stiff, man. They're stiff. It's good. Yeah, they are really stiff. I I did like that a lot, too. And uh, also, we saw in the main event of Fastlane, AJ Styles retained his championship against Kevin Owens, John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, and Sami Zayn. With a lot of close finishes with Kevin Owens and Zayn both coming close to winning the title, with Shane McMahon becoming emotional once again and interfering in the outcome of that match. So, did, did you did you buy what they were selling? Did I buy what they were selling? Yeah. Do you buy like? Do you, are you buying into the hype? The the way that are you are you buying into this Kevin Owens Sami Zayn thing? Because I'm not even I'm still not sure that they're going to face each other at WrestleMania. Well, it looks like they're going to. I think it's kind of like, you know, they, there really wasn't a clear spot for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to be. They've been involved with an angle to, with each other for quite some time now. These guys are best friends, uh, more or less, uh, outside the ring. They've gone through a lot together. I think giving Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn this match at WrestleMania means a lot to them personally. And uh, I think this is the match that we're going to have. And this is what I thought. And, I, and again, they were trolling us a bit this week. And I think Kevin Owens was trolling people a bit this week by posting the um, yeah. Under the Giant Battle Memorial photo and saying he was studying or he was taking notes or watching, you know. And obviously, I was like, oh, yeah, for sure this means it. But Kevin Owens isn't going to be that obvious. You know, he's doing the troll. So I was thinking that that might be the case. And obviously, we saw on SmackDown this week that uh, it is the case. It will be Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Sorry, it is not the case. We'll see Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Shane McMahon made the match official. And then the two decided to beat the crap out of Shane McMahon and take him out of commission. I'll believe it when I see a graphic. We haven't seen a graphic. A graphic. That's, a graphic <laughs> makes it official, yeah. Yeah, it does. Uh, I, I'm down to see the match. Uh, I'd like to see a stipulation on it. I'd like to see... Loser leaves SmackDown. I was going to say loser leaves SmackDown. That's exactly what I was going to say. Kevin Owens can go back to Raw and then things will be all right again in the world. All right, again, in the world. Speaking of Raw, um, we got our tickets. We are for sure, 100%, going to Raw in Montreal 
on what, April 30th? We will be at Raw in Montreal on April 30th on the floor. Maybe you'll see floor. us. Ooh. You probably won't, but we'll try to, you know, be a presence. We're going to be busting out Talkamania gear. Um, you know, if you see us there, you see our shirts, hashtag us, let us know what's going on. You know, grab a beer with us. It's going to be great. Yeah, buddy. Um, you're thinking about going to SmackDown still? I'm still thinking about him on the fence. I'm, you know, I'm looking at the, looking at, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I was really excited to see Asuka and Ron. Now she's on SmackDown. But then, like, you know, I look at SmackDown week by week. And obviously, Raw is kind of the more exciting show. You get three hours for out sure. of it. More bang for your yeah. buck. More is happening. But at the same time, you know, what, you know, what, how often do you get Ron SmackDown back to back in Montreal? Uh, I think it would be really exciting to go to both. So, again, uh, it's something I'm going to look into. And if I can go, I would love to go and cover let's it. See, let's see how drunk we get at Raw. And um, maybe while we're at Raw, we'll, we'll hit we'll hit open the, uh, the Evenco app on the phone. And maybe we'll buy last-minute tickets for the next night. Well, I mean, it's a little bit trickier for you because you don't live in the city. But then uh, you'll have to deal with that. Yeah, I'll figure it out. I'm taking Tuesday off of work, and I'm staying in the city overnight. So hmm. maybe I'm maybe. thinking of taking the Tuesday off as well too, just for the hell of it. It's gonna have be a to. fun Monday night. Oh shit, we're gonna get drunk. We have to get drunk. We do. We'll take pictures. We'll take photos. We'll take videos. All that <laughs> kinds of stuff. We'll put it up. It'll be a fun night, folks. It'll be a fun night. Hey, this week they announced something. So not only there's going to be the Andre the Giant Battle uh, Memorial Classic. There's so many words in that title. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, call it the it's Andre, a long Andre the Giant Battle Royale. That's all you got to call it. But now they Just have, call it like the WrestleMania Battle Royale. Yeah. The I men's guess, Battle well, Royale, the women's they're Battle Royale. paying tribute to Andre the Giant, right? That's the whole point. But yeah. then you have... Then, then shouldn't it be all the large men then? Like Andre the Giant Battle Royale should be all the large giants. You would think. Did okay, who's won it? Cesaro won the first one. Yes. Did Braun Strowman win one? I think Mojo Raleigh won the second one. Oh, no. And then Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin won the first one. No, no. Cesaro won the first one. Okay. First, first. Yeah, Baron Corbin won the first one when he came up. Yeah. His first match in the WWE or his first pay per view or his first big match was the Royal and he we won it. I can't I can't believe Baron Corbin is getting the I can't believe he has the push. And guys like Harper don't. Ah, whatever. Well, Harper, is, it sucks because he's stuck with Rowan, and I feel like they can't do anything with Rowan without Harper, so Harper is victim to that. Uh, maybe the Bludgeon Brothers would be better than we expected. Maybe, you know. I mean, maybe. But, you know, I wanted to see Harper have that singles run that I think he could have. Yeah. But, yeah, you were saying Andre the Giant? Yeah, so we had the Andre the Giant Battle Royale, and now we're going to have a female equivalent, uh, and this is going to be a... Fabulous Moolah Battle Royale. And obviously the internet's been a little bit upset because Moolah doesn't have the best reputation. She was whoring out the ladies. All kinds of interesting stories. Read on the internet, folks. Google it. And uh, there's some, quite some interesting folklore and storytelling to talk about Fabulous Moolah. Uh, but anyway, I don't remember hearing any of that kind of stuff. Like, uh, that's a, this is the first I've heard. I did it a while ago. Like, I read, kind of read, like, things you didn't know. And, like, even Mae Young, too. I think Mae Young has had, had a few shady things as well. But I mean, this is a different time back then, and yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, people were a bit butthurt, you know. I guess they could. I don't know who else they would really name it after. But I guess there are other options. Butthurt, yeah, yeah. I know. And they were yeah. quite upset because you know they're saying like, "Hey, you know, you, this is supposed to be a big uh, monumental battle royal. Women keep making history in the WWE, and this will be no exception." But well, she was a she was a businesswoman. 
And she's been her longevity too. I remember her and <laughs> Mae Young being on uh, during the Attitude Era too, being quite prominent. One of them even won the championship at one point. So you know they they definitely stood the test of time. They definitely earned their place in history. Um, but again, I don't know too much about you know what she did or what she didn't do. But people seem to be upset about it. But it's something to look forward to. It looks like they're going to throw a lot of women from the WWE, NXT, everything all into one for this matchup. So mm. I guess they're kind of trying to repeat history. The Women's Royal Rumble was very successful. Why not try to recreate history and do it again on the grandest stage of them all? Of them cool. all. Sounds good. For sure. Sounds exciting. I feel them throwing this one to like, oh no, because Sasha and Bailey are going to have a match. I think Are they, be, there's a lot of women's matches on this Mania card now. Yeah, it's going to be a stacked card. It's actually starting to come together pretty nicely. I think we're going to get like 12 matches. 12 matches? Maybe. Ugh. I, we're not far off. Really, there's a lot. I mean, we could run through them. I'm pretty sure there's like already at least 10. Well, we have Brock Lesnar uh, versus Roman Reigns as your main event, yeah. or will it be the main event? Mm-hmm. On that note, folks, just to get a little bit off top, on topic, but a little bit on a side note. Uh, again, this week, didn't you notice something, J Bomb? Did you notice an absence of Brock Lesnar once again on Raw? Geez, no, I didn't really Shocker, realize. Surprise! Yeah. So it's funny because the whole first week we were in question if it was a shoot or not, and now it's quite clear that this is intentional. So which kind of quite ru- clear, kind of ruined it for me. Now it absolutely ruined it. This is the first week. Like week one was awesome. You asked yourself questions. Week two with Heyman was pretty cool. And you were still like, hmm, maybe Brock did fuck up the first week. And he's, you know, they're, they're building into the story. But this one was just like, it was like an insult to the fans. And Roman tried to recreate the same promo too almost. And it was just like, oh, come on, man. Don't, don't do the same thing again. And then he goes backstage with Vince and kind of breaks the wall. But you can clearly tell it's not the case. And... I don't know. You know, McMahon's saying now that, you know, Brock's going to be there guaranteed next week. Well, I, I feel that he's not going to be again. And uh, for sure, he this won't is be. the WWE's way of trying to get heel heat on Brock Lesnar and make him the bad guy going into WrestleMania to minimize the booze for Roman Reigns. Um, and can't get over. No, just can't. <laughs> maybe one day, Roman. Maybe one day. I, I feel like he was the closest he's ever been. And after that, promo he just went right back to yeah being vince mcmahon's guy yeah it really wasn't a great follow-up anyways so another match on the wrestlemania card we got aj styles versus nakamura that match is great set in stone uh, it's a dream match everybody wants to see i hope this main events wrestlemania um mm. if not it might co main event wrestlemania but uh definitely a match i'm looking forward to it's going to be great. I just wonder how restricted they're going to be in this match. I hope they kind of have a little bit more free reigns to do some stuff. They have They have to. You have to think that they're going to let him go. You have to. I sure as hell hope so. Like, we've been waiting for so long, and the W... Uh, they got to... This is going to bring, like, so many fans, like, wrestling fans, to watch. Like, the guys that have given up on the WWE. It's going to bring those fans back. I Absolutely. Think. I mean, the NBC has that one been... Match this hot in ages and i think you know a big superstar who came from the indie scene and you know from japan shinsuke nakamura i mean jesus christ people are really gonna be tuning in for this one we've seen the match they've had it's classic folks if you haven't check it out amazing so Mm. these guys are going to try to repeat history and i think they're going to succeed and steal the show well i mean again there's a lot of matches on here that could steal the show but 
Um, another match also on WrestleMania card is going to be The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Yeah. You know, obviously, they've been doing a lot of work on this angle every week. We saw a really cool match this week between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, with Balor actually getting the upper hand off the top rope suplex, kind of hooked his leg after a roll-up and got the win. And it was believable. I liked it. These guys I loved it. are both former champions, and they both are kind of at a similar level. So them exchanging wins back and forth is really good for, at least the, I find the angle, because you're not going to know what's going to happen going into WrestleMania. And also having the Miz in the mix is always fun. So it should be decent for an Intercontinental Championship match. I think I think if the, the Miz spends the majority of the match laying outside, it's probably going to be pretty entertaining. Miz is amazing. I love the guy. He's pretty horrible in the ring. But... Uh... I haven't liked him as much as since he cut his hair now, I realize. Like, I like when his hair started kind of going a bit long, and he kind of seemed like a villain. And now he's kind of cut, like, his spiky hair again, and he looks like a, like a you know, early Super 2000s. Boy. You know when people in the 2000s have the spiky hair? And when he first yeah. came back, the, when he came out the Miz, it was like, eh. So I hope he grows it out a little bit, but uh, still like the guy. He's still great. He rocks the I mic. F- I feel like he, he got back on track this week on Raw. Yeah. It was a pretty good segment. Pretty good promo. Um his facial expressions were good. I feel like we, I miss uh, Maurice. I miss Maurice with him. Definitely. But I mean, you know, she's got to do what she's got to do. She's got to do what she's got to do. She's got to push she that baby out. To do get where she was, to do what she did, and to have what she has in her belly. That's right. Uh, another match on the card is going to be Randy Orton versus Bobby Roode. And these guys actually put together a pretty decent match, Fastlane, uh, compared to what I thought was going to happen. The RKO at the end was nice. I didn't predict it. So that wasn't an RKO out of nowhere. Corey Graves, it is not what you saw this week on SmackDown. He just hit the RKO normally, and it's like, RKO out of nowhere. And it's like, no, that's an RKO. Yeah. Uh, the ma- the first 10 mi- uh. I don't know if it was 10 minutes, but the first, the beginning of that match was really bad. It was like headlock, headlock, punch, punch, kick, kick, headlock. But it, I'll agree with you. It did get, the finish was good and it did get a little bit better about three quarters of the way through. It's perfect for me because I like jumped in the car during the intro to the match, went to the corner, got myself a beer, came back. <laughs> and then by the time I opened it, sat back on the couch, it was like kind of three fourths or three fourths of the match. So it was kind of more the good part, you know? <laughs> See you later. Well, I knew what to expect. I knew what to expect going into this. <laughs> it's the beer getting match of the night. So yeah, it's the beer break, the bathroom break, whatever you want to call it. But uh, it was go. better than I thought it would. For sure. Another great match at Fastlane also was Charlotte versus Ruby Riot. A lot better. Yeah, it was than I good. It would be. Yeah, pretty good, good all around. We saw Charlotte picking up the win. I kind of liked how she put her in the figure eight, and then as she elevated and cranked it on, that's when she tapped out. It looked, it looked yeah. pretty good. And then uh, by a surprise, Oscar comes out afterwards and challenges Charlotte Flair to WrestleMania. So there yeah. you go, folks. It's official, just like we had thought, and many people did. Oscar did sh- uh, challenge Charlotte Flair. We're going to get that <clears throat> dream match. And some people are actually saying that this match might uh, main event WrestleMania, to be honest with you. Oh, they're, my God, really? Well, they're saying if any time a women's championship match would, or a women's match would headline WrestleMania, this would be it. At least for now. I mean, maybe down the line there'll be bigger matches, but it's a pretty big match. You know, you got the Queen, yeah. the Empress. Well, I I was thinking about it, and I'm thinking, the, I think she's going to, the streak's over. Charlotte's going to win this. You know what? This is the person that you can put her against, because I was like, no matter who she was going to go against, I was like, this is fine, because Austin's going to win. I know she went WrestleMania. But actually, against Charlotte Flair, it's kind of like she's done a lot. She's worked really hard. There's a lot of respect for her. She's earned a lot. And it's kind of like, will they really give it to her? Maybe they can. It, it kind of makes you question. It can be believable 
So I can't 100% say that Asuka's going to win this match, but I'd like to think she will. We'll see, I, though. Asuka, Charlotte's lost to, like, Bailey and Sasha, and she's taken Char- pretty— But Charlotte's the WWE's girl. Yeah. 100%, this is the girl they're going forward. But Asuka seems to be Triple H's girl to some degree, so— Yes, but McMahon always has a final say, and uh, I forget which podcast—I listened to so many this week— um, but they were talking about this is the opportunity to make Charlotte go back to heel. She's going to break the streak and do it in the most heelish way ever. Oh, just no, like her no. dad She'd used do to it. do. She would do it in a good way, I would think. And like she would like, and I don't think, I think she'd win as legit as a face. You think so? Yeah. I think, I think she's got to win though. I think, and I think it's a perfect opportunity. You, Oscar's streak could be over. And I think that that's something that's like really good for the WWE. But at the same time, it's probably like, shit, when are we going to end this and kind of get her in the mix more than just being super, super dominant? I feel like, like, though, part of it is like moving her over to SmackDown so she can go to the SmackDown roster too. So I feel like she's going to win the title at at SmackDown, at WrestleMania, then have the title for quite some time, go through challenger after challenger at on SmackDown and then lose a title at like SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, or WrestleMania next year, maybe even. The Royal Rumble next year would be the longest I would see her holding the title. But I think like she's a, gonna like a rematch. I think she's gonna roll Flair. through and it might be Rousey, who knows? Ugh. That's probably gonna be it, folks. I think I even predicted this earlier on on another prop. Yeah, podcast. we've talked about that before. Yeah. You know, Ronda I No Ronda on Raw. Oh, it killed me, man. Honestly, it just it killed me. I feel like I was like hype and behind her and then her not being on Raw and now she's not going to be on Raw next week either. Yeah, she was advertised for every Raw going to WrestleMania. So what what happened to this full-time contract and 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 doing the road hard road travel and flying and city to city and night after night like no. She, she's clearly not in that sort of scenario right now. It's uh it's a disappointment. I'm not going to lie. It's a disappointment. Um and, and and not only is she not on Raw, we have to watch the same promo recap of everything that's happened since she's been there over and over and on SmackDown and on Fastlane and then again on Raw. I mean, I'm over it. It's funny because you have Ronda Rousey and you have Brock Lesnar, these two people from Ultimate Fighting, and they're doing similar things. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I'm hyped for WrestleMania. I'm hyped to see her fucking fight, but uh, I don't know. I'm yeah, really I mean, especially in the advertiser, too, for, for every Raw, you know? And then she's probably just like, no, nah, too bad I can't be there. And their WB's like, oh, okay. <laughs> she, uh, I don't know if it was on her Instagram or Angle's I saw she Instagram. was on Ellen, like, yesterday or today or something. Yeah, it was, yeah, I saw that online somewhere. I wasn't sure if it was a repeat. But uh, Angle, I think, posted a picture of the two of them training. So maybe she's taking time off to train. Hey, maybe I, w- I was thinking it'd be cool if... The, if Kurt Angle gave her the angle slam. Gave her the angle yeah, slam? Yeah, I think she could do a good angle. I think she could be good with the angle slam. Oh, oh, as a move. I think yeah. you meant like do the freaking angle slam. No, nah, okay, as a yeah. move, as a move, in her move set. Oh, yeah, be sick. Not a finisher, not a finisher, just as part of like a move set or something. Huh. That would be good. That's a good idea. Well, they're working together, gonna... right? She can pass it on to some way or the other. You think we're going to see the double ankle log? Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 I don't want to, but <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah, like Triple H and Stephanie reaching to each other's arms into the, in the middle of the ring and the double double ankle lock. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, Mania is shaping up. It's pretty cool. Uh, Raw was pretty decent this week. Uh, yeah, both shows were pretty good. And one thing that was pretty cool to end off Raw was 
we have a new number one contender for the tag team titles. Yeah, that was nuts. I mean... Braun Strowman is your number one contender for the tag team titles. So this one man, one that... You know how much it must be for the, all these tag teams that work all year? And they're like, what? This guy's <laughs> not even a tag team. <laughs> but it's so uh, suitting dude. for Braun Strowman, right? I love it. Senior and, revival. And now I hear them talk, rumoring their, their tag team partner, like saying, oh, you know, who could his tag team partner? Is it going to be... Is, they, they, ultimately, it looks like it might be Elias. They might just pair them together. That'd be cool. And, and people were saying they should call them the Symphony of Destruction. It'd be kind of neat. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I well, guess. They have the match, right? Uh, yeah. But people are saying stuff like, oh, what if it's Samoa Joe? That could be really cool to have him come back. Um, even yeah, Kane, but Joe's a, Joe's a heel. Where's Kane going to be doing WrestleMania? Also, <sighs> I even heard people saying, hey, put him with Neville just to bring Neville back. Bring him to oh the main roster. God. I say just let him win the tag team championship alone. That's what I think, too. I think it'd be great to just see him go in there and just destroy them both or at least win a, ma- a convincible match against uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. And I think it'd be pretty cool to have him come out as a tag team champion for a while. It would be super <laughs> unique because you have the free bird rule, right? But then you have, you know, it's completely opposite where it's like the solo bird or the eagle rule or the hot, whatever you want to <laughs> call eagle. it. But yeah. Um, it was cool to see the revival get jobbed. I, I hate those guys. It's so funny because week after week, it's like they give them a win, then they give them a dirty loss. So, yeah. They looked like shit. They looked weak in that match. I, I'm not, uh, not a big on the revival. I know they put on some good matches, but like they don't have the look for me, I guess. Honestly, they were in like the NXT era where, where Bobby Roode was the champion. And I just look at the, those three wrestlers as like vanilla, meat and potatoes, garbage. I don't want anything to do with it. Um, nothing. I, I get the hype around DIY, they seem pretty awesome. Gargano and uh, Crazy Beard, but uh, I, I don't, don't like Crazy I, I never... Beard. He's being a bit of a douchebag on on social media these days. Yeah, but he's he's like getting so much heel heat. Yeah, and it's like legit old kinda, school heel heat. I guess. And uh, it's pretty cool. I'm dope. I'm down. Yeah. yeah. Hey, what did you think about the uh, Alexa Bliss Nia Jax segment this week? Uh, I thought it was friggin' spectacular. I thought. The way that they had the camera at the end with her and Mickey in the room was genius. It felt like Attitude Era a bit. It reminded me of uh, when they ha- who who was responsible for that like uh, like hidden cameras in the back. What was it called? GTV. GTV. Yeah. Who was that at the end of the day? Who was G? I don't think it ever came out necessarily, but I remember was they Goldust? were saying it was supposed to be Goldust. I okay. think for GTV, but it ended up like either it came out being something completely different or just they stopped doing it. Oh, well, either way, it just reminded me of that. Uh, Nia Jax was phenomenal on her freakout. The screaming at the end I thought was really good. She could have held the scream a little bit longer. But, uh, man, Alexa Bliss is, like, levels ahead of the rest for acting. Okay, so I don't have, timing, the, same, timing. I don't have the same opinion as you on this. Really? Yeah, so I do think Nia Jax's performance has been great. I think she's done everything right. She's definitely earning her keep. And she will win the title at WrestleMania. I mean, I'm almost dead certain of this. And, um, you know, I was always hard on her because The Rock's definitely helped her out and influenced her in some degrees. Um, I feel like The Rock has kind of fast-tracked her career, put on a fast-forward. She's kind of a lot further, more than she should be, ideally. However, uh, I think she's earned it. I think she's worked very hard, developed really hard. You know, not the most finesse in the ring, but she's come a long way, and her development and growth has been great. So she wins at WrestleMania. Good for you, girl. Awesome. I'm okay with it. Now, I found the backstage segment with Alexa Bliss and Mickey James lazy. Really? 
I find it was, was lazy about I it. I find it was very typical kind of for them to do that. Like, oh, yeah, I want to use her. And the way that she talks all the time, Alexa Bliss, she's always very like, uh, she's very like um, snooty and stuck. She's very, it's always one yeah, dimensional. She's a, she's I know, but it's always one dimensional. Like, but all they're I, all re- one dimensional. I don't know. Name, name like, the fact that, that they're standing there and they're Ooh, getting filmed and the way they say things. And it just like, it, to me, it felt like a really lazy direction to go like, hey, we want to drive a wedge between the two of these guys. Let's just, oh yeah, she's talking to Mickey James behind her back and, and they, they we're filming it and they don't know we're filming it. And it's just like, oh my God, like really guys, I've seen this before. I don't thought, I didn't think it was original. They could have done something a lot, a lot cooler than this. They didn't even need to do it at all. We could have just had Nijax come out and help, uh, not help, but she was going to go ringside against with Alexa Bliss next week on Raw when Alexa fights Asuka. And then Nia Jax can just straight up caution the match, pick her up, some more, drop her, squash her, kill her, and be like, you don't have an opponent at WrestleMania. Now you do. And then that's it. Boom. Drop No. It. I thought it was super mean girls. It was catty. I but that's uh, the whole point. To, nah. I did not like it. Was not a fan of it. I thought it was lazy. And honestly, I'm super... A big fan or have been a big fan of Alexa Bliss, but I want to see more out of her than the same style of promo every week. Yeah, it but is every it's not her writing her. it, right? I mean, it's what she's given. And considering, like, compare her to Mickey James, if you're watching the two of them acting together, I mean, Mickey James must have looked to the to the ceiling like every three seconds and huff and puff, like you know, Bailey and Sasha, like they were horrible actors in their segment as well. I just find, I just feel like. Bliss, yeah, it's the same thing over and over and over, but she's good at it. She's all right. Yeah, she's good at it. She's good at what they're asking her to do. What they're asking her to do, I know, but people need to keep evolving and reinventing themselves. And I feel like Nia Jax is developing as a character a lot more. And I feel like there's other people as well, too. Like even Carmella, I was texting this week. I'm actually finally starting to become a Carmella fan. I think she's entertaining. She's funny. Her screaming is great. She's starting to become a better wrestler. And... I don't know, like, Alexa Bliss does put on some good matches, and she's good in the ring. She's definitely good on the mic. I don't want to knock her. Definitely one of the top talents, but I want to see less of the bratty, same stereotype, sorry, sorry, same typical promo every week that she's giving. And I cannot believe the whole segment of them being in the back and casually talking, and why would this stuff all of a sudden go on to the Titantron? Because Charlie, she told you why. Well, was it Charlie or was it the other? We were one? gonna do a segment here, and then nobody was there. Like it was so uh, lazy. That's how I saw it. Lazy. I liked it. I thought it was all right. I mean, I can see. I can. I, see I don't think they needed well. to do it. I just think it could have easily, you know, have been her next I, week I think, turning on Alexa Bliss, and you know, there's already enough heel heat there. Like I don't know. It, and I, you, I think watch, you watch Little Divas, and you see how nice Alexa Bliss is with Jax. You don't buy it. It just. Eh. I'm buying this more than I'm buying a lot of other stories. I, I think what it is, though, is it's more they really want to have her bullying and shaming the shit out of Naya. But isn't that great? Because they're they're knocking on her for being big. And I know the whole thing is like the WWE's like the big girl's going to win and, you know, like, you know, be strong and independent and overall you'll prevail and stuff. But it's kind of like they shouldn't be doing that. They should just be like Naya's a, a loser, you know, like. I, I pretend to be your friend. I use her, but you don't have to call her fat or big or anything. Like I no, just... it's perfect. It's perfect. It's so good. Come it, on, it, this is like the attitude era, man. This it's is like, like when the... they used to call Mickey James Piggy James. That's awesome too. <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's different from every other storyline that's going on. 
All the other ones are, are like you're saying, you know, Nia would just come out, Samoa drop her and go, you don't have an appointment at Mania, and now you do. And then, okay. She's still going to do that next week. Yeah, for sure she's going to do that next week. But she'll, she'll go we have that next story week behind walk. her. I'm going to call right now. She'll go through next week and be like, oh, hey, Nia. Like, yeah, I know what you saw yesterday, but like, I was just joking. Like, I knew the cameras were on, and I was just playing with the camera. It's fine. You know, it, it's cool. But you're going to be there for me, right, tonight? You're going to be there for me, right? Yes, Alexa, I'll be there for you tonight. And then they'll go out, and then it's going to happen. Like, there you go. I just, you know, like, I'm don't okay even watch Raw this, next though. week. That's what happens, folks. <laughs> Uh, we'll agree to disagree on this one. I just don't like lazy. I want to see new inventive angles where there's some other way of doing it. Like, I don't know, Uh, but I don't know. I've seen that before. It's very mean girls. It was, it was not believable to me. I know, but she's crossing that line. You know what I mean? With the body shaming, she's crossing that line. She's using like, you know, popular trends and culture and, and, and I I don't know. It's working for me. And, And I think a lot of people are enjoying it. I think you're probably going to be in the in the minority on this one, but I could respect I it. I think people were butthurt about the whole Nia angle. But that's the whole point. They are super butthurt about it. They are butthurt about it, but they're. I think they're still enjoying it. But but a lot of people are saying, "Oh, she shouldn't shame her," and it's it's a sensitive issue. And I think it works because you know everything that that Bliss went through with her eating disorder and blah blah blah, and it just works. They should just make it like really real then or something like really real. I think it's going to get there. <laughs> we'll see. I just wondering yeah. this match, like how long is it going to be at WrestleMania? Because can Alexa Bliss convincingly hold her weight? Oh, pun. Ooh. Ooh. We'll see. But this is the match we've been waiting for, for these two to collide. So, you know, <laughs> it's going to be a pretty cool uh, WrestleMania. And it's going to be interesting to see how things develop over the next few weeks. Yeah. Well, what it was? What else happened on Rock? Because we we've been jarring about Bliss and I for some time now. Um, John Cena. John Cena. Right. Big news. Right. So, John Cena again unsuccessful in his way in his in his mission of forcing his way onto the WrestleMania car. Says, "Hey, I'm going to go in the crowd and I'm going to watch as a fan." And I thought it'd be kind of cool if Cena just spent the whole show in the crowd watching as a fan. But obviously he would have to get involved at some point in time. But anyways, it did go on to seeing him, obviously undoubtedly, challenging the dead man, the Undertaker. Uh, Wicked promo, man. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was good. I mean, Cena, you know, always delivers on the mic and, you know, tried to make it, quote unquote, real. Uh, But uh, yeah, yeah. but he's he's still kind of like. Even though you know he's sh- like fake shooting, he's still kind of he's a master of it because you kind of think, yeah, he's shooting and he's allowed to sh- quote unquote shoot, but then you're like, did he go a little further than he was supposed to go? And I always get that from him, which is I awesome. think he I think he often goes like ten percent more than he should go or something like that. But because uh, I mean, what they're gonna do with John Cena after all? But then we have, yeah, so we have the channels laid out there, folks. John Cena, Undertaker. It's not official yet, but it looks like John Cena's time may be up, and he may very well rest in peace. I would love uh, to see Taker. He needs a good win, man. That guy needs a solid win at WrestleMania. So. Dude, he has to come back as American Badass for this fight. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool, yeah. Yo, okay, you've really not been on social media in the last couple you days. You really eh? think that's what's going to happen? Everybody's convinced that With he's going to... With Kid gonna... Rock being in, being in the Hall of Fame, too? 100%. 100%. Oh, shit. That he's coming back, 
American badass. Because I think he's got his hip, eh? I think he had surgery. His new hip, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, but he's got his hair. He's not got much hair left. So he wears a bandana. Not for the whole match? Uh, Trust me, they could glue it. If they could glue Sasha Banks' hair on. They're going to glue it to his head. Bandana oh, they would have done it to Hogan head. so many times yeah. if they would do that. Hogan's just never glued Hogan. to his head. Yeah, but Hogan embraced it. He'll he just, was bald from like just 20. Bust it. He'll just bust it with, with his hairline. But anyways, who knows? Maybe it won't be so bad. But I'd be totally down to see that because they can get away with so many like questions. Like, oh yeah, he retired as Undertaker, but he can exactly. still play as the American Badass. Exactly. I'd love to see that. I'd love to see him give him a last ride, Tombstone, beat Cena. I'd be down. And he would 100% have to beat Cena. Yeah, right? for sure. I think if he yeah. wrestles Cena, he's going to have to. And I think Cena better fucking do the job. Do the job. Um, no, I love the promo. Uh, I was not excited for this when we first heard about it rumors months ago. If this happens, I'm super stoked for it. And uh, American Badass is badass as, as hell. So I'm in for it. Hello. That's all I got to say. It's me. John Cena. You can't see me. But uh, yeah, he's got to prevail. Taker's got to take it. Taker's got to take it. As the American badass. Anything else uh, you want to cover before we wrap this up? Well, I mean, another interesting piece of news for the wrestling world. Uh, Jeff Hardy had a DUI this week, folks. Ooh. What does that mean for his WWE future? I don't know. I mean, because we did see that happen to an Uso earlier and nothing happened out of it. So I think WWE's kind of being like, well, they're responsible for their own actions. As long as they didn't rape somebody, we're good. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's going to be uh, involved in the Hardy compound next week on Raw. Yeah, is it next week they're going to like visit it? Is that what it is? No, it's the match. No, it's not WrestleMania. No, and and it's smart that it's not at WrestleMania because that way they um, can do the Hardy in the match at WrestleMania. Well, they could do Hardy in the match, but I mean, think consider it at WrestleMania, the hype, and then everyone's just watching the screen. Like it would kill the show. You're, it would yeah, work at you're absolutely, you're absolutely yeah. correct. Yeah, for sure. So I'm excited, man. And like they're going to knock it out of the park, I think, from here to WrestleMania on both shows. I hope both. so. A lot of, uh, a lot of, I think a lot of pressure is going to be put on them because they've been having that feud that's been going on and the matches have been subpar or whatever they've been. Um, so they really got to kind of take it to the next level. I really do hope so. It'd be cool to see Jeff involved and then have some kind of tag match or something at, at WrestleMania. I don't know, though, what that would mean because Bray Wyatt would then need to get a tag team partner. So we would then have to see. Well, he's Maybe got a call-up. Maybe uh, Aleister Black. Oh, oh, God, I really hope Aleister Black doesn't go with Bray Wyatt. I'd love to see Aleister Black, but I don't want to see him with Bray Wyatt. He's got to be a standalone guy. That guy's amazing. Alistair Black versus Seth Rollins. Imagine when that happens. Oh, Alistair Black versus AJ Styles. Yeah. Alistair Black versus Finn Balor. All those guys. Oof. Alistair Black versus Ricochet oh, in Ricochet NXT. It's be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how he accommodates or I kind of, um, I guess, gets on the WWE wavelength, more or less, in terms of the fighting style, the ring size, and all that stuff. I mean, I know he's been around the world. I'm sure he's going to be fine. But will he have to tone it down? And if he has to tone it down, will he be the same ricochet? I really hope uh, he doesn't have to turn it down. So you want to wrap it up? I'm getting the signal from Des. We're going to wrap it up. Um, We didn't do our intro today. We didn't tell people to follow us. Well, there was so much to talk about. There was so much passion in our souls to start talking about the weekend wrestling 
that we were decided to be unselfish and not talk about ourselves, but talk about the WWE and the wrestling world. And we spent like an hour before this podcast figuring out our audio issues that we've had over the last few weeks. And I was uh, hoping you wouldn't bring this up. Yeah. Um, I'm happy that it fell this way, but uh, Des realized that his mic was unplugged and he was using the mic from his laptop instead of his really, really nice, expensive microphone. To be fair, my my laptop is from work, and my I didn't ha- I didn't have a microphone. It was disabled or uninstalled or something. So I had to reformat my PC. They put Windows 10 on it, which was really annoying. And I plug in my Blue Yeti microphone into the USB, and I it says it's working, but in, instead it's actually going through default my laptop um, microphone. So again. Too much, too much weed smoked by this guy over here in his lifetime, I guess. <laughs> it is what it is. We're back in track Don't and our audio do is drugs. back. I'm joking, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Talk Mania. So do us a favor. Follow us on Twitter at underscore Talk Mania, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio. Check us out on YouTube. Do us a big favor. Leave a review. Leave a comment. It'll help us out big time. Follow us. Do us a favor. Until next week, are we going to do another one next week or is there one before that? Of course we're going to be here next week, if not sooner. I mean, that's what we're if going not to do, sooner. right? Right, right. Sure. And uh, check out Independent Thoughts, our, uh, our other program run by uh, Justin. If you want to follow him, at Justin S. Reverge. Um, do we have any shout-outs to give? Uh, she Everybody. Hates wrestling. <laughs> she Hates Wrestling. Uh, they've been a huge supporter. Uh, who else? Uh, Chris Rucker Podcast. He's checked us out. And uh, we're probably going to get into Periscope soon. So if you're into Periscope, uh, follow us. We're there as well. Talkamania. Uh, we're pretty much anywhere you would think we'd be. It's surprising. Look behind you. We're not there. Where are we? We're not there. Dun, dun, dun. So, uh, yeah. We'll tune in next week. J-Bomb's out. Say bye, Des. Happy Nakamura Day!